Hey guys, and welcome to Road to Forex, where we are going to be discussing everything in relation to the foreign exchange. Of course, I'm your host, Alex, so without further ado, let's get stuck into today's episode. Now, I wanted to go over something that a lot of people ask me about. It's probably, and it has been for the last couple of months, my most uh, talked about package, my most subscribed package, and that would be passing prop firm challenges. That's what we'll be talking about today. And now I am going to be giving you lots of gold information. Should you be thinking about passing a prop firm, uh, if you're about to undertake it or are currently in a challenge, I will be giving you my advice. I have mentored people through it. I've given people signals. I have managed live accounts in the past. I still do that. I manage my own accounts, so on and so forth. So I think I'm in a really good position to talk about this. And I will be talking about this from the aspect of dealing with lots of proprietary trading firms, such as FTMO, My Forex Funds, Funded Trader, the Fivers, etc. Loads of them. So I'm going to go over, I guess, a lot of the issues I see my students have, particularly um, when they are trading, when they are passing these challenges, and then also the problems associated with the prop firms themselves, should there be any. Now, first things first that I am going to start off with is if you are going to pass a challenge, and I'm never gonna name drop any prop firms here, you always need to do your own due diligence, and regardless of what I say here, if it's a right fit for you, it's a right fit for you. I'm only gonna express my personal opinion, so <laughs> definitely don't wanna get into any trouble here, so I'm like, prefacing everything that I say with that. In saying this, I recommend to all my students that they do not go for 30-day challenges. Or at the very least, if you do go for 30-day challenge, make sure that you have the opportunity to retake it again should you be in profits. Now, if they are reputable, uh, reputable uh, prop firm, uh, yeah, a prop firm, I should say, that they are going to be offering this anyway, right? That should be something that they offer. But the reason why I say the very least they need that is because, you know, so many prop firms out there, some really good ones, and I will name drop here because I love these firms, um, and I'll name one in particular, the Fivers, uh, they offer 180 days to pass a challenge, 180 days. Very, very hard to fail that. Very hard. You have to be quite uh, a difficult trader, we'll put it that way, if you cannot do it. The problem that I see is, if you hop into a trade in that 30 days and you immediately go through a losing streak or you go and lose a few trades, it can be a lot harder to get back to uh, break even or even hit that 10%, 7%, 8%, whatever you're trying to hit, right? It's a lot harder. And I think you might be thinking, oh, it's not. Psychologically, if you were to put yourself in your shoes right now and say, I've just put $200, 200 euros to pass this challenge, whatever it may be, and I've just lost two trades in a row. I'm down 2%, I'm down whatever percentage. That will have a psychological effect on you. Don't care who you are. It will have a psychological effect on me, that's for sure. Because I'm thinking, I've put money on the line here. Now, instead of making 6% or 7 or 10 or whatever it is, 
I'm making 12. I'm making 9. I'm making 8%. That's what I have to do now because I've fallen behind. And I know that in my strategy with my win rate and my artoir, it is possible, but I have to get a good run here. I have to get a good run. The markets aren't going to go, hey, you know, Alex, he needs a really good run right now. Might dry up for a little bit. It might be that I do go through a losing run. It might be that psychologically, and if you know you're a trader that struggles with psychological issues, stay away from these types of challenges like the plague. Honestly, stay away from it. The more you can go, the better. I will put my hand on my heart and say this is the honest truth. My recent one that I'm doing that I'm still trying to pass right now, I've been in it a month. I've had some really, really poor luck lately. Sometimes that happens. There are winning months with traders, there are losing months. I'm still up, I'm near it, but this is the longest it's ever taken me to go through this and do it. Probably not gonna even make it this week. It might be a month and a half before I actually get in and pass it. And I am so thankful that I have the ability to you know, stay in this challenge and continue it along. I'm not as stressed out, whereas I have done other ones and I've been there and I've gone, oh, I, I need to, I've only got four days, I can't do it. Might as well just give up, you know? How can I make 6% in three days? With this, you don't need to. Just stay away from them, right? Really, really simple. It's easy as that. Unless you are a really good trader, you know you can do it, you've got no psychological issues, smash out the 30 days, go for it. But that's my first thing there. And make sure that if you are going for 30 day one, that you do have the ability to repeat, that is very important, very important. Secondly, try and find some prop firms that have a smaller percentage target. For the same reason I said before, you go through losing streaks, you know, you're not having a good time, trades are drying up, maybe you just wanna pick and choose the best ones. The less money that you have to go through, the better. I know some out there are saying, oh yeah, you need to get 10% in a month. It's not, not doable. I could do it. But I'd rather say, hey, Alex, you reckon you could do 6%? Yeah, I know I can do that. I know I can do that. But if I am having a rough time and the worst comes to worst and I'm having a rough month, I would be saying, wow, 10% is great if I have that rough month. I'll have to try it again. And then I'll get on it. Whereas, you know, you have to start back from scratch. Whereas if you have a lower profit that you're going for, or again, you have more time, you can still stay in that challenge. You don't have to start again from zero. So just saying that as something there. Thirdly, and this is completely down to your strategy. Uh, so take this with a grain of salt, but don't use exit signals. Don't do it. Um, in terms of hitting your stop loss. And what do I mean by that? I mean, let your trades hit your stop loss. I see people, and I don't know why, when it comes to a prop firm challenge, you have this money on the line, you know, it's your, it's your ambition, it's your goal, you've been waiting to do this for so long, and I did it. Start messing around with your stop loss. Not moving it, but hopping out a bit too early, hopping out a bit too late. I had two women that I was mentoring just the other week, or actually a few weeks ago now, and um, it got down to the point where we were in a trade and we'd hopped in and I sent out the signal and it started barreling towards our stop loss. 
came back up, and then it barreled towards our stop loss. Came back up, barreled towards it, and eventually it shot up, and it hit our two and three percenters. So I was like, amazing, it's 5% done, cool. Put it in the, the Telegram chat, and I was just like, oh, I can't believe we got that. Awesome, nice work. No, they, they'd gotten out. They'd gotten out, and they said, oh, well, you know, we pulled out here because of this, and they tried to justify it, and I was like, well, you're not teaching my strategy anymore. So unless your strategy specifically has, you know, and I don't really meet many people like this at all, uh, not really any professionals. The longer I'm in the game, the less I actually see this. Um, exit signals before it hits your stop loss, it's just a bit strange, it's a bit weird. If I have a win rate of, let's say, 65% or 60, we'll go 60%, right? But I am, am I counting then the trades if I'm pulling out too early? Are they still counted as losses? Because to me, I've just pulled out too early. It is definitely a loss because it's, it's ineffective. Effectively, it's hit your stop loss. I can't tell you how many times, and this will probably happen to vast majority of you, and I know from speaking to quite a lot of you that, oh, I hopped in the trade and I pulled out, and then it went the right way. Then it went the right way, Alex. And I'm like, yeah, because you can't control putting and letting it hit your stop loss. Unless you, and again, I'll say this very specifically, when you've developed your strategy, when you've backtested it, have created specific rules that if you go into drawdown, you hop out and you only do it according to those rules, fine. That's absolutely fantastic because you're playing to your strategy, you have a set win rate and you have a set R, R to R, right? Risk to reward. Just like these girls, if you pull out too early, or I should say these women, pull out too early, what does that mean? You're now not trading my strategy. You're trading someone else's strategy. You're messing around. Honestly, let your trades, in my opinion this is, let your trades just hit your stop loss. Let your trades hit your stop loss. Because in that example that I've just had, and I could bring out so many examples, 20, 30 of them, where I could say I'm up over the majority of people who trade my strategy, just for the simple fact that I have a win rate. If I hop out too early and that is now a loss for me, or those women, that was a loss for them because they pulled out, they hopped out and draw down, I win. A win that is a win, they have now turned into a loss. It's kind of an abomination within this game. It will kill you. Because if you keep on doing that, and I keep on doing the same thing that I've always been doing, that's just one trade we're in 5% difference. Two trades, we could be 10%. Three, how much is that going to equate until the end of the year? And if you're in a prop firm challenge and this is when you decide to start messing around, then you're j just stop. You just wasted your money. Pay me. Pay me some money. Pay your neighbor some money. Give it to charity. Do something because you're wasting it. As soon as you mess around with your strategy, what happens to your win rate, guys? You get a massive question mark as soon as you change one thing. Because just like those women, the next trade that we placed was a loss. Now that wasn't going with my strategy. Since all the trades that we placed coming into that, we were now looking down into the low 50s as a win percentage. 
just because they're changing one thing, right? It changes everything. Their R&R has changed. Their win rate has now changed. The strategy has changed. So do not do that. Do not do it. Third, well, I think it's fourth point now. Probably the last one because we're at 12 minutes. And I could honestly go on this for hours. Fourth one is if you know that you struggle psychologically with any issues, whether it be revenge trading, whether it be this, whether it be that, write it down. Write it down. Acknowledge it. Put it next to your laptop so or your phone that when you are trading, like revenge trading for example, I think I've talked about this previously, I helped a guy pass his prop firm challenge. He was in minus 2%, went all the way up and hit it. Within a week, had blown his account within one week because he revenge traded. And we knew about it. It was an issue that we were aware of and trying to work on. But as I used to be this kind of trader, I would overanalyze trades all the time. Overanalyze them to the death, even if they looked perfect. So I'd never end up in any trades and then by the end of the week I'd be so rushed that I'd just hop in and just rush it. That was my thing. That's why I developed a set of rules. So whenever it hits those rules and I see all four, regardless of whether it looks trash or whether it looks good, and it'll still I still feel it inside me today, I make sure that I trade. And as I would say and have said to the guy I revenge traded and We'll see what happens with him in the future. I wish him all the best. But I said, you know you're not supposed to be doing that. You know it. Put something there. Close out the trade. Give yourself some sort of time limit where you have to throw your phone away. You have to, when you see that you've lost, put it in one of those boxes that you have to put a keypad on for the next hour so you cannot physically trade. Run over and do it. Make sure that whatever you have as a psychological issue that you write it down so that you can see it you can acknowledge it and then figure out a strategy to beat it because if you revenge trade you're probably gonna lose if you overanalyze trades you're probably gonna lose if you move your stop losses because you don't like the way that the trades looking you're probably gonna lose if you're taking money off the table because you get too excited about profits, you're probably gonna lose. And realistically, you shouldn't even be trading anyway until you get all of that down. If I have any of my students with a psychological issue in terms of that, we work on that until it is gone. And then you'll see them blossom into the most insane, kick-ass traders ever. And I will happily admit, in a lot of circumstances, this, uh, the teacher, me, has become the student. Because these guys just dust off the shackles and then they're gone. They're gone and they're, it's so awesome to see it. So I'm going to stop there. I could go on for hours on this. I could coach you through every single step from beginner all the way to prop firm trader. Because that's what I basically do for a living. But these are the things that I see the most. These are the most damning things. Now again, a lot of this is just personal opinion, guys. In fact, 90, all of it is. All of it is my personal opinion. So stuff regarding the prop firms. 
You guys have to make a decision about that. Whatever best suits you in financial decision, that is what you should go with. I am not a financial consultant. I am nothing like that. I am a prop firm trader that is offering personal advice based on my own experience. I know nothing about your situation. So remember, take that in consideration when you are actually putting money down on the line, when you are going to buy a prop firm challenge. You have to do this. I'm just giving you personal experience because here at Road to Forex, we do not BS. Um, so yeah, that's basically it. Anyway, as I said, I'll stop waffling on. You have a brilliant day and I will see you in the next one. Again, keep on emailing me at roadtoforex at gmail.com if you have any questions. Again, it's amazing working with so many of you nowadays. I absolutely love it. And I hope to help even more of you. So yeah, see you in the next one, guys. Stay safe. Bye.